0: Welcome to Want to Be a Pro Wrestler? Me too. We discuss tips for beginner pro wrestlers that can't get enough pro wrestling knowledge. And on the podcast, we interview those in the industry who have a story to tell or advice to give. Today's interview is with one of the most well-known independent trainers in North America. A veteran of 29 years has performed for Ring of Honor, TNA, and WWF. He's been featured in the and has created an incredible program called The Wrestle Life, where he teaches you to make your wrestling career self-sufficient and spend more time with the people you love. Brutal Bob Evans. This interview flies by in a breeze guys, but be sure to keep up with some of the hidden gems Uncle Bob gives out. We discuss a story from Uncle Bob's debut in WWF where Scott Hall influences Bob for the rest of his life. Why Uncle Bob had such high expectations for his trainees in 2000 when he began training, How creating relationships within the business got him into Ring of Honor in 2010. And Uncle Bob currently offers a two-week free trial of The Wrestle Life, where he has several courses, booking a weekend loop to maximize those miles, match psychology breakdowns, and a promo class taught by New Japan Pro Wrestling English commentator Kevin Kelly. All that and more now available on The Wrestle Life. Thank you again, Uncle Bob, for the support. Now stay tuned to today's episode after a word from our sponsor. It's me. I'm the sponsor.
1: Obviously, I think there's three pieces. I think the first one is look, and that boils down to your physical fitness, your how you look. Do you look like an athlete? Do you look like a wrestler? Now, not, I don't want anybody getting on steroids. We don't need to look like a big muscle bound geek. No, we just but have if to you, look are, like, you are, you are. If you are, you are. That's fine. Yep. And, it, you know, but don't get so muscle bound that you can't move around because it's much more athletic than it used to be. But you should look like an athlete. You should train like an athlete. I I'm a big fan of functional training and obviously weightlifting and things like that. But you don't want to necessarily you want to have some a very well-rounded training regimen. And part of your physical appearance is also gear. You have to have awesome gear because <laughs> you want to give them a vision of what you're going to look like. If they can see you on TV, so you yep. want to have real, real nice gear. So that's part one. That's your physical appearance and your physical conditioning. Number, th- how are you? Like, I'm great.
0: I'm great. <laughs> I know making over, I don't know, over five hundred dollars a year off this wrestling thing just by spending the time and effort into and doing the wrestle life.
1: Yeah, we're uh, moving forward with that, and I am fully employed, doing my career thing. Um, two years, uh, well, yeah, two, two plus years, no gambling. Congratulations.
0: So, I want to say that, like, recently with, like, the pandemic and stuff, I have discovered that I am almost an alcoholic or something.
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you find some weird things in some dark times. But, uh-huh. but you know, with my family, I've been able to more moderate i haven't had a drink in like five or six days and then i drank last night and i'm drinking tonight just to kind of like take off the anxiety and a little bit of the depression to be honest but i don't know how it is with gambling because it's an entirely different um animal i guess you could call it well
1: it's it's all it's all kind of related to compulsion and trying to Mm -hmm. solve a problem in your brain and not be and not being wise with things so yeah but we can talk about that on on the show i don't uh i don't hide that i don't hide from that stuff
0: awesome no i know i've 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 heard plenty of what you've had to say i've um you know i keep it's not that i keep tabs on you because you're one of my kids but i keep up with you because you inspire me and the information you provide is beneficial
1: yeah well thanks that's good and i'm glad you're getting something out of it and i'm glad you know you're Doing, doing the best she can under these difficult times. I heard the Minnesota scene has been splintered again. I heard that, uh, what, Showtime split into two. Oh,
0: yeah. And, uh, they had you know, a little bit of thing. an issue. Um, yeah. I'm on the, the other side of that, actually. I think Showtime and a lot of the other guys on there have been through. Um, I'm sure you've seen it 10 times at this point in your life. But- oh yeah
1: probably probably a million <laughs> the, the the yeah the whole uh you know i can do it better than you and
0: i'm gonna yeah. go run
1: my own thing and what uh what what so what did where are you doing the eau claire stuff are you doing the are, are you still in are you doing wisconsin or are you doing uh, the minnesota stuff i don't even know so, so
0: we so i know that People won't know who exactly we're talking about, but Callisto hasn't booked me in over a year and uh, however long it's been. But you know, I've always been friendly with him, but I found out he unfriended me, and for some reason that means something to everybody. Right. And people are upset about it. But I've been offered opportunities with uh the Showtime Professional Championship Wrestling, I think is what they're uh-huh. terming it. But I have a daughter who's only three years old, so I haven't been taking any bookings at all. I haven't gotten in shape for wrestling because there is a thing as being in shape for wrestling, Sure, (laughs) but I'm not upset at anybody because I see both sides of it. But when it comes down to it, I'm an independent contractor. And if I want to wrestle for someone, I'm going to wrestle for you. Yep. And if you offer me money and if I can provide your company value, I will wrestle for you as of this moment. I am not taking bookings, so with that comes a lot of difficulty in regards to how do you make money as a pro wrestler.
1: Well, yeah, because uh, right now you're you're it, is it is it the fact that you're not feeling it, or is it just the fact that you're you know the whole thing got you bummed out, the whole divided thing, or?
0: Oh man, before the divided thing even came out, I was like, well, you guys do whatever you book, whoever you want. And if you decide one way or the other, that I can't work for them, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to engage with this. I'm going to wrestle for who books me. And you don't have an opinion on who else I wrestle for. You can't tell me that I can wrestle for, um, let's just say, for example, MIW, but I can't go wrestle for someone in Wisconsin. So let's just say GLCW and you can't tell me who I can, can't wrestle for unless you're paying me not to wrestle for them. Right. And, you know, it doesn't bother me. I see both sides of the argument. So I try not to take it personally, but, you know, there's a little bit of ego when it comes to being in this business and it's never easy when it comes down to actually being a business as opposed to being friends, because I'm friends with everyone throughout both businesses. And I've had my, my ins and outs with both sides, but all I want to do is I want to make money wrestling. I I don't need to make a million dollars a year. I don't need the highlight on me. I don't need to be the champion of either company or anything like that. I don't need to be a feature. And maybe that's the lack of alpha male in me. And maybe, I guess you kind of have seen some of that where people want to be the alpha male. But me, I just, you've seen me work. I like wrestling. It's yeah, so much fun. It's like the most fun I've ever had in my life. It's like 4th of July, which speaking of, you're working on 4th of July. I am. Good for you. You're a, <laughs> you're a hell of a dad. You're working on 4th of July. You're missing that with your kid and your wife. And when it comes down to it, we just want to be a part of our families. And we want to wrestle for people. And we want to make yep. great memories for families. And if we happen to make some money on the side, Uncle Bob can help with that. Right.
1: <laughs> yep. That's it. That's it.
0: So So, what have you been up to? Because being able to create a course like the rest of life.com doesn't happen overnight. It it comes with time and it comes with experience and you have 29 years experience as of 2021. Correct.
1: Correct. Awesome. I'm so glad I got that right. (laughs) You nailed it. You nailed it. How, so how, yeah, you're asking me kind of how I came about it. It was, I mean, you know, you, you've seen me out there, Nick. It's it's the next it's the next progression of where we are. You know, it's where uh, I'll toast to you. I don't have anything to toast you with, but
0: <laughs> don't worry, I'm uh, drinking just a little bit. So
1: there you go. I have a, a, a toast, uh, a monster to you. There a you go, monster. Hey, there you I'm go. Gonna... To wrestling, to wrestling. Yeah, because we're monsters. But um, no, it was it was really just the next the next logical step because. I had thought about doing this a while ago and I started thinking about doing, you know, just a, a straight class, you know, let's, let's sell a class. But the more and more I thought about it, and the more and more I looked at it, I met a guy online named Shane Sams from Kentucky, big wrestling fan, by the way. And he runs uh, a class called Flipped lifestyle.com and he's a big, He's a big membership guy, so he he convinced me that the membership was the way to go. Have a membership in the community, have a community of wrestlers, charge them each month so it's not too crazy every month. You know, instead of charging them for a thousand dollar class, you know, let's charge them between twenty five and forty nine dollars a month wherever you are on that price line, wherever you jumped in, and make just give them a ton of value, give them a ton of very actionable stuff, very productive stuff, very reasonable stuff and stuff that's very quite simple to explain and stuff you can do tomorrow to start making yourself a little bit more money and then hopefully a lot more money down the line. And I had been running around doing this stuff all over the country and I still wanted to do that. But then this lovely pandemic came and kind of made it where, hey, man, I don't know when we're going to open up again. Maybe I should kind of jump on this and get this membership going. I probably got it started up about three or four weeks and been running now for six months and it's been fairly successful and I, I kind of do it part time so I, I try to do as much as I can. We just uh, did another class today a promoter class with my buddy Eric We may out of Quebec, one of the biggest drawing promoters in North america and uh, it was but it was something I taped a while ago, but I finally got it edited and put out and
0: yeah, and people on, don't realize site, how much editing so. takes. It takes a long yeah. time to edit the video.
1: <laughs> right, and even if it's really very minimal editing, it's still downloading it and, and, and just uploading it and, and doing all that stuff. And I'm not fantastic at that stuff. I'm okay at it, but I'm not fantastic at it. So, and, and you know, trying to, again, I'm I'm doing my courier work as I'm talking to you. I do most of my podcasts in the car because that's the time when I, I run my own courier business, which is nice, but it's also busy. And when the work comes, you take the work or you don't take the work. But right now there was a lot of work and it's paying me well. So I'm going to jump in and I'm going to take it. And yeah, I'm working on a holiday, but my kids and my, my wife understand. And I spent time with them earlier in the day and I spent time with them yesterday and I'll spend time with them tomorrow. But I, I work an average of 60 to 80 hours a week and put the time in on there and I help my mom run her ebay store it's my well how do you like eBay? I, I like it i like it i did it for a long time and then i backed away but then my mom wanted to start something up so i just kind of helped her and i sell some of my stuff on her store too so i've been doing it for a long time it's uh one of those things that i really enjoy but it, it takes up some time and there's a little bit of oh yeah Buying and selling, but I've been doing it for about 10 years now, and it's fairly successful. It's a nice part-time gig. It's great for wrestling because when I go all over the country, I can buy stuff.
0: We call this bloopers because we blooped. I don't know if I'm recording myself. I think I am, but being able to interview Bob Evans is awesome, right? It's fine. It's super fantastic, but to have him ask me, (laughs) somehow I got on his radar uh he wants me to admit him into the waiting room speaking of editing so. <laughs> no i made it work i uh i did a little jig there you go i kept you, the you, retention rate
1: <laughs> you vamped you vamped you it was a little intermission yeah they yeah. were just uh they were calling me and i it's uh the guy doesn't understand that i do business calls at late at night so i told him i said any others just leave me a message i'll, I'll right. do it so because it, it, you can't when you're on call like i am it, even if you send them the voicemail they just keep calling you the, the, oh, yeah. Why not? Own. They have nothing so, else to do. <laughs> right. And they, they're trying to put work on you and, and you have to confirm it. So I just said, hey, man, whatever's going on, just I'll confirm the rest of it. Just just go. He's yeah. a good guy. It's a, it's it's good people. I'm, I'm, I work with a good team, but and they dispatch out of New York. So they're kind of far away. But uh, yeah. I get along with I get along with everybody. And it's uh, it's been wild. They offered me a management position and I politely turned it down because the independent contractor life is, is my life right now, and I prefer it much better. I, I'd rather work, get paid a flat rate for every route I do rather than get paid a salary and have to be responsible for 25 drivers and the whole thing. I'd rather just kind of do my thing. And, I and, and it allows it
0: to... more freedom. I feel like a lot of the life of being a wrestler, you need more freedom because you need your Thursday to Sunday to be able to wrestle. But to right. work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning, it's just not necessarily feasible for an essentially a nine to five job.
1: Right. And I can pick up, I can pick up work here and there's always work, always work available. And it's, it, it's just a lot easier. And and I have, I'm lucky. I have the, the people that are ahead of me that kind of supervise me. People are always ready. They're very supportive and they help me. So it's, it's great. it's, it's, it's a good little it, it, it's, it's this job helped save my life when I was going through gambling. I needed something to kind of get me back into the work situation. I tried doing wrestling full time and it was just not working for me. And as that soon was as I'm what
0: 2018? 2019?
1: Yeah, as soon as I'm yeah, 2018. Mm-hmm. April 2018, I declared myself a full time professional wrestler and I immediately hated it. I think <laughs> it was just the psychology of making it a job. It, it made it, I disliked it tremendously. It was weird. It's weird. It it was, but it was also one of those things where as soon as I called it a job, I hated it. I I think I needed wrestling. I've never wanted to do, I've never wanted to be like a WWE superstar. I've never wanted to do any of that. I've always wanted to be kind of what I'm doing now. Independent wrestler, do my own thing, travel the country, make a little money. I never really wanted to be this big star and and all that. I mean, I was fortunate to work with a national company for almost nine years, Ring of Honor. And I've done WWE stuff, done Impact stuff, and I've. Was liked it, it nine
0: years for Ring of Honor? Because yeah. when I yep. when I was Googling, because you're Googleable, in case you didn't yes. know, you're over. Yes. Um, yeah. I think it said 2000 to 2016. When well, did you was, actually start?
1: I I was there. I had my first match. Actually, it was probably closer to ten, but yeah, I'm sorry, 2010, a,
0: 2010. Yep. Yeah, I
1: was. I had. I had. My first match with them, I did a couple of dark matches mm-hmm. when Gabe Sapolsky was still booking for the company in 2008. And then my last match with them was 2018. But really, I, I hooked on when I was doing the stuff with Mike Bennett in 2010. And you were managing him. Right. Yeah. So I was doing that with him. And that was probably, yeah, 2009, 2010. And then I lasted, yeah, in, into well into 2018. So yeah, it was probably eight, eight and a half years. And, uh, so, I mean, I, I, I was on with them, but even that was still a part-time thing, Nick. I mean, I, I wasn't involved with them every single week. I was, you know, I I didn't have a contract. And when people say
0: stuff like that, it's like, they're more along the lines of saying, Oh, I signed with AEW, but they only did one event or something, but like, right. And and
1: A and AEW is different because they, there's guys that do extra work, which is you'll Mm -hmm. see the guys on dark and, um, you know the, the Monday YouTube show and the Tuesday YouTube show and those those guys are there to kind of you know be tomato cans and be job guys for the for the names and the guys who they might not have TV time for and those, those are great positions to be in don't get me wrong I think oh, everybody yeah. should, you it's know a
0: look someone's looking right.
1: at you exactly and it's 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 an opportunity and, it, and you know those don't always come along and I did that in WWE for a while too and it was fun and I loved it and I got to rest school people and I got to hang out with some cool people and make friends with people that I'm friends with now so it was oh uh, come on Bob
0: you say people but you mean like you're friends with just incredible you're friends with um I wouldn't say friends but you had a really good interaction with like a Scott Hall and like people that are names and and I feel like you undercut yourself in regards to how much you've learned and just little stuff like that like just a little nuances of the business of, like, don't take advantage of green guys because you're a person. Like, there's well, no I reason. I remember
1: it's funny that you bring that up because I remember Scott Hall, he wrestled one of my trainers, Maverick Wild. Uh, Doink, Doink the Clown actually wrestled one of my buddies, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Dapre, Maverick Wild, who was one of the guys that helped train me years ago. And he kind of roughed him up, dropped him on his neck a little bit. And I remember Scott Hall being the first guy to say something in the locker room. Like you can't be treating the kid like that. He's out there putting his body on the line. He actually said something. He yelled it right in front of the locker room, stood up for my buddy. And I always had a lot of respect for Scott Hall for doing that. If I see him, I'll, I'll tell him, Hey, you did this 27, 28 years ago when I was a scared kid. And I didn't have the, I didn't have, I, I didn't feel like I could say anything to you then, but I'm going to say it to you now. And uh, you know, I'd shake his hand and tell him, you know, I know Scott's been through some stuff, but, it was, it was really important for me to see something like that, a guy taking a leadership position in the locker room and saying you can't beat up – you know, you can't be beating up these guys. So I, I thought that was cool that he stood up for kind of the quote-unquote lowly job guys, you know. So that was – it showed me a lot of character. And I know Scott's been through some stuff, and I'm glad he's coming out the other end. And, but, uh, you know, that, that, made, that made me respect him a lot that day, you know. It was a long yeah. time ago
0: it it just seems like he's a person that understands that he's a person yeah. he's done a lot of stuff in his life and that's fine it is what it is and you can't really change it but as a professional he's looking out for people and yeah and he wants those people to do well mm-hmm. is there someone like that that has represented that for you specifically that has been like your bob evans i guess because you have a very wide audience and you post a lot of free content on your page at Bob Evans. And that's just your personal page and people can follow you. You're at 5,000 friends, you're maxed out, but people look up to you. And I don't know if you appreciate, not, not appreciate, but that you are aware, I guess is a way to even word it, that you're aware that so many people look up to you and they see your advice of how to save money on a road trip and stuff like that. And that's all the stuff you give away for free before you even started the wrestle life.
1: Right, and then I yeah, it's and then the wrestle life is the next step into that and that's how we go deeper into it. But yeah, I um my whole thing with I I finally figured out who I wanted to be maybe about 10-12 years ago, how I wanted to be in the business, how I wanted to be remembered, how I wanted to and it it took a long time. It was when I started when I started, when I was a rookie and a couple of years in, I was really arrogant and thought I knew everything and got a lot of heat on myself. And I don't even That's know. If normal. I, well, yeah. I, it, you know, and I, and I see it now and I laugh because it's, I've made all those mistakes for some of those guys that are out there doing it now. And, uh, and it
0: was so, way different with social media. I feel like, because when you do that with social media, 10,000 people see it instead of the, the hundred people right. that would have seen it.
1: Right, right, and then I was dealing with a bunch of grown men back then, and I really yeah. should have gotten my ass whipped a few times, and I didn't. It probably would have been good for me. And I'm not a, I'm not one to say that we should be uh, condoning violence and all that in the locker room, but I probably no, we
0: probably know when gotten, we need you know, an ass whipping.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I probably could have gotten slapped around a little bit. It probably would have been good for me. Um, yeah. But so I I, and then when I started training people in 2000, I started uh, my. I had a school for about almost 10 years, Slam Tech Wrestling University. And I, I started training people and I had a very my way or the highway attitude. But at the time, I felt like I needed it because in my part, my little area of New England, which was southeastern Massachusetts and Rhode Island, the wrestling there was very weak. The Fundamentals were weak. But when I started training people in 2000, my area was really weak in Rhode Island, Southeastern Mass, and I had to raise the standards in the area and I had to kind of be a little bit of a hard ass and it turned into, you know, and maybe you dealt with this. I don't know. I mean, from Ken's school and all that, maybe you dealt with a little bit of that back in the day, a couple, couple years ago where you're coming into an area that wasn't very foundationally sound and you had to kind of. Say, you guys really need to pick up the pace, and you guys really need to do a lot better. Um, that's and, with, uh, the and, and, yeah, with the basics, yeah, with the basics and the found you know, the, the fundamentals. Yep, and then we're the guys really were lacking in the Simple fundamentals, headlocks. I mean, just everything. So, I just we had to kind of restore that. And but I don't think my approach was as productive as it could have been. I think I could have been a little kinder. I think I again i don't think i had to be as much of a hard ass and but but you learn that as you go along i think that's the process so and then kind of went through it and then when i closed my school i didn't know what to do with myself i was 37 years old and i didn't really have a goal and then a couple of my students said maybe you should just take a run at ring of honor or or something because ring of honor was looking for people and i just started how did you know
0: they were looking for people because when i google ring of honor it's not like they're saying hey we need well,
1: Nikki. I kind yeah, I kind of had some inside information. Uh, I was good friends with Jim Cornette and Kevin Kelly's one of my best friends in wrestling, and they had just been brought on to help with Ring of Honor. So Kevin said, "Yeah, they're going to have a tryout. They're going to oh have- wait
0: one second, Uncle Bob, can I'm we sure. talk about Kevin Kelly's piece that you guys have done? Because that's been the sure. most like interesting with me. It's very obvious stuff, but it's stuff that you're not aware of when you're in it." Like you're in the muck and you're trying to figure out what to do. But his stuff on the rest of life with interviews and becoming a star or becoming a character mm-hmm. is like honestly the most interesting to me because it's nice to know that you should do your hammer lock like this instead of like this because of X, Y, and Z. But when you're trying to become a star or you're trying to become someone that's bookable, so, Kevin Kelly's information- Oh, there great. you are.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, well, here's the thing. I'm going to give everybody the, the skinny on, on, the, on all the stuff on the rest of life. You will probably not be surprised by much of it once we tell you. But here's the deal. We, we've managed, and Kevin has 30 years of experience. I have almost 30 years of experience. All the years of experience of us kind of deciphering all this stuff and putting it in a nice curated museum for you to look at a nice library is what you're paying for. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for the organization. You're paying for how we lay it out for you, how we explain it. That's what you're paying for. And that's what it is. Because, you know, like you said, it's not anything, you know, it's life-changing because you'll go, Oh, okay, I get it. And you'll have that Eureka moment. And Kevin has those years of training because Kevin is probably the biggest unsung promo coach. You know, you hear about dusty roads and you hear about these other guys, But I think Kevin is one of the most unsung promo coaches of the last 20 years because...
0: Stay tuned for the second half of the podcast with Uncle Bob, where we discuss Kevin Kelly and what he did to help Bob become a better pro wrestler, Terry Taylor's influence on Bob, and three things the big promotions, you know who I'm talking about, are looking for in today's independent professional wrestling scene, after our sponsor.
1: And Kevin has those years of training, because Kevin is probably the biggest unsung promo coach you know, you hear about Dusty Rhodes, and you hear about these other guys, but I think Kevin is one of the most unsung promo coaches of the last 20 years, because he's one of these guys that helped everybody in Ring of Honor up their game, and learn how to talk, and and communicate, and he helped me, and so many others, helped so many friends of mine, really be able to communicate the message, and cut a promo, he taught me how to cut a promo, and now I can cut a promo really well, but I thought I was a good promo guy before I met Kevin, and I was probably a two out of 10. Now I'm probably like a seven or an eight out of 10. I don't know if I'll ever be a 10 out of 10. That's like the rock and Jim Cornette and Arn Anderson and dusty and all those guys. But, you know, I worked
0: with the rock. So he knows what a 10 out of 10 looks like.
1: Right. And he listened and he paid attention and he saw the, he saw the greatness unfolding in front of him. Plus he had his own ideas and he listened Mm -hmm. and he asked questions. And again, he produced Ring of honor television for almost 10 years and yeah. now he, now he's doing the New Japan stuff, and he has to communicate himself in a whole other, other way. So,
0: yeah. I he, did not know he, that he was with New Japan, actually. That yeah, he's doing me.
1: the – he does the uh, – on New Japan World, the English language stuff. He does all the English language uh, play-by-play. So he's been doing that for the last yeah, last few years. Yeah, so – So uh, he's on
0: the website there. He's on the um, – He's on the, the website, and
1: then – He's on the website, and then I know – they have some matches. If you have Roku TV or a Roku mm-hmm. box, you can get some matches on there too. And he does those too as well. So um, I don't know what channel it is specifically, but I know they have, they have wrestling on the, on the Roku. Cause I watched some of it. The and, internet's uh, yeah, always he, able
0: to find a way.
1: <laughs> yep. So yeah, he's on the, he's available on that. And on- so how did you get him? Can I ask that? Is that okay? Yeah, he's a, well, he's a buddy of mine. I mean, I just asked him because I said, Hey, I could really use this. I can teach your stuff, Kevin, or you can teach your stuff. And I'd much rather have you teach it because it's coming first from you. And I just asked him, I said, you know, are you willing to do this? And, you know, throw him a couple of bucks a month. Kevin, Kevin gets a little money and, Mm -hmm. and then we put his, we put his services on there and it, it's great you know he's uh you asked me who the uncle bobs were in my life he's one of them and then i would say terry taylor's another one terry was a guy who really turned my world around too terry was really the one that kind of justified my existence on earth when i was ready to quit because i he saw me wrestle one of my students in 08 i think 07 or 08 and he's like oh you're really good you, i didn't expect you to be so good
0: and i was like <laughs> oh thanks That's the best compliment ever for a wrestler.
1: (laughs) It is. It is. And I, and, and, you know, he still stays in touch. If I text him, he'll text me back. And, you know, he's, I've I've shown him some of my matches at Ring of Honor and he's been real proud of me. And, you know, he's doing his thing at NXT and and kicking butt there. And he's another guy that, you know, he, he taught me a lot about redeeming yourself. And, you know, when you're, when you make a mistake, you got to own up to it. And, you know, he, he was the guy who used to have a lot of heat on him and used to be kind of uh you know you hear a lot of stories about terry but now he's risen above that and now he's doing great as a coach in nxt and teaching people well and
0: like whenever people talk about actual learning about wrestling from wrestlers right. you hear the name terry taylor people yes. don't even know what he honestly looks like and yeah he
1: uh he got I mean, important. yeah i mean he quit wrestling probably in mid the mid-90s but he's been he's really been a, he was a big he was a producer in WWE, WWF, WCW, and he's mentored people all the way through. And then TNA, he was the talent relations at TNA for years and then went to NXT and is doing his thing in NXT now. So he's, he's, he's doing great and gone through, some, gone, through, gone through some tough stuff and had, you know, some, you know, he, his, his wife was ill for a long time and she passed away several years ago. And he, oh, that I'm was, sorry. A long, yeah, that was a long struggle and he's been through a lot you know but he's a man of faith and he's a man of character and he's come out the other end and, and doing well and like i said he taught me a lot yeah. just by admitting the mistakes that he made he said hey i made a lot of mistakes and I think from my I learned mistakes. more from mistakes you know? yeah yeah
0: exactly i'm so sorry about that like i can't imagine losing my kimber there was an event at showtime you know we discussed it earlier about showtime yes. thing with the other showtime and I, I, I was leaning against a wall like this, like a normal person would, and they were talking mm-hmm. to their girlfriend, and, and I never told you this actually. I mentioned ah. it on another podcast, but I was leaning like on the wall and I was talking to a what you would look like is just some random chick, maybe a rat or whatever people call it. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah that term might be um a little i don't bit... even know if
1: we could say that in 2021 Archaeic. anymore kid. yeah a little little okay but that's right you're saying it for description you're not saying it to hey, to uh to no, uh, knock the young lady or anything no
0: no because she's my baby mom
1: exactly <laughs> exactly
0: i was talking to her i was leaning up against the wall and you're like you had no idea and this was your first time in wisconsin and i and yeah. i'm aware of that and you were like hey is that okay and I will never forget that you were just concerned about some person, not a wrestler, not someone trying to get over, not someone that was over or whatever. You were just like, "Hey, is this person, this female, this girl okay?" And right, and a friend of mine was like, hey, "Yeah, it, it it's her boyfriend or whatever, and it's fine. They're just standing there talking." But it just made me appreciate. Having an Uncle Bob out there to where if my daughter, Addie, she just turned three in April, if she decided to get into wrestling, there's people out there that are looking out for everybody, not just the people that are over, not just the people that are popular or not just the people that are going to make money in the business. Person to person connection, people that might not necessarily make WWE roster, but people that are a part of the indie business.
1: Oh yeah and I've had, and I've had to kind of pivot with that as well because you know there's a lot more women in our business now too.
0: Oh yeah, it's so awesome.
1: Right, it's great and you know I and and I'm a man of as you know I'm a man of exquisite passion and I care a lot about people and I I put my I wear my heart on my sleeve so I have to be careful about that because you know I you don't want to give the wrong message, you don't want to come across as a creepy old man you don't want to come across so you, there's you know there's guidelines with everything when I even when I'm in the ring if there's a woman in there I say you know even actually with the men now I say it too when I'm trying to you know like uh, you said a hammer lock earlier but when you're trying to adjust a hammer lock or you're trying to position somebody I ask the women now I said is it okay for me to put my hands on you I'm not trying to be politically correct I'm not trying to score points I just want people Uh-oh. to feel comfortable and it's you have being, to really yep exactly and, and, and I think the women in our business are tough and strong and I think they're they're badasses. Right. And I think they can handle it. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about, you know, Hey, adjust, you know, move the shoulders over here or anything, but I still think it's nice. It's respectful. It's, it's, it's a nice thing to do. It shows I'm looking out for them. I hold women in high regard. So I, you know, I, I, I have a, I have a daughter, my daughter's 12 years old. Um, you know, Happy my birthday. My, yeah. <laughs> <And the 12th. laughs> yeah. Well, she's, uh, she she, she'll, she's, she was she was born. Let's see, my I'm September third. She's September ninth. My wife's September twenty first. So oh, it's uh, my son is the only outlier with October thirty first. He's a Halloween baby. So um, Ooh. I'll remember he, that. Yeah, oh, I said you on Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Happy birthday, Robbie. Uh, Happy birthday, buddy. Yes, but he's uh, he's he's on the spectrum, and he were he wears Kyle. You know, I got him Kyle's shirt. The last time I uh did you?
0: Oh that's I did. fucking badass, man. Yeah. Kyle's kicking ass right now. Have you kept up yeah, what great. he's
1: doing? Well, I don't know what he I haven't been keeping up as much because like I said, I've been I'm just moving you down here because the cops are going by. So <laughs> no worries. They're not coming after me, but there they go. They're somewhere. I'm in lovely, lovely Providence, Rhode Island, where on Fourth of July. So that tells you everything you need to know. So Yeah. <laughs> um so I'm going to going to pick up some medication at Walgreens, and then I will deliver that medication.
0: Kyle's Kyle. like the AWF champion. It's one of the oh, premier promotions in Minnesota right now. Um, Good. They're, Good, they're one of the only ones running. But he, you know, I, I always think about your engagements with Kyle and your your willingness to push him because of his autism, and you're pushing him above his what people might seem as, see as a disability, but what you see it as it's just an obstacle for him to overcome because of X, Y, and Z. Well,
1: I think a bunch of us, they all thank you for that. I think, I think you guys have some really, one of the things that really impressed me, it's impressed me in, in my, in my own son's school is that he's very much accepted for it. And you know my son's very like Kyle he's very high functioning you yeah. wouldn't even like i didn't even notice Kyle until you know people told me that they were i think they were saying it more in case i i guess started throwing around the r word or something i don't really know i i don't know why they why they said it cuz it was really not i maybe maybe it took some people aback or maybe i was just so used to being around a person with autism it didn't really bother me so right um, and I, I trained Steve the Turtle Weiner, who's about as autistic as they get and still in the business. And, you know, Steve was, Steve was given to me a couple of years before my Robbie showed up. So I still think there's some divine intervention there. And uh, but, yeah, it was I, I love the support system you guys built around them down there. And again, you treat it, it. It's it's exactly what I would want if my son got into wrestling. Treat him like everybody else. Integrate yeah. him into the system. Yep. And real, and he has to realize that he has to perform within that system. And I think Kyle's done beautifully, and my son's oh, done man. great. You know, he's doing he's doing awesome. Uh, I'm thrilled for him. I'm glad to hear that he's doing well. And
0: Kyle has that fire when you look at like I guess you could even call it like Japanese wrestling when you look for fire. Kyle yeah. has that fighting like, fighting spirit. The fighting spirit. Yes, there you go. He yes. has that intensity of like I just want to believe in this guy. I'm not sure why. But I will. Kyle is your that guy.
1: Yeah, I've, and that's one thing I've noticed too with a lot of the kids I've seen with autism. Uh, my son is the same way. You know what they lack in, in some of the stuff that makes them put them puts them on the spectrum. The other part of it is that they develop this other charisma because they just don't care what other people think. No, so, they're
0: in completely absent of other people's opinions, and I think that's a lot of what sets people back. Is like, well, what's my mom gonna think, or what's my cousin gonna think, or what if I bring what if I invite people to this event and they judge me? Mm-hmm. I feel like when I watch Kyle, he's just like, I wanna give the people that care about this stuff the best opportunity to care about this stuff. And Kyle's honestly one of my best friends. And I haven't kept up with him if I'm being fully transparent throughout the pandemic, but I'm always watching him because I feel like I'm a little bit on the spectrum in regards to um being specific and I and I'm aware of these little nuances that people. Might I can, not see, know. That.
1: I can yeah. see that. I can see that. I've noticed that about you. Yeah. And it's what and makes it's, just, it, it's what makes you you. It's a good yeah. Thing. Exactly.
0: And I feel like being on the spectrum isn't something to say that, like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're dumb, so you're on the spectrum. It's like, no, I'm it's very not a, aware of certain things.
1: It's not an intelligence thing. It's a brain wiring. That's all it is. It's not. It's nope. not a. Not, my son was. High honors. Uh, uh, high honors in eighth grade. Got high honors in four classes. Honors in, in the other one was one of the How top. How old is he? Fourteen. Going, oh, so he's, he's like eighth. a freshman. He's going to be a freshman. Yeah, he's going to be a freshman this year. So the the issue, the, high, the faster pace of middle school actually mm-hmm. helped him a lot because yes. elementary school, he got good grades, but he never got grades like this. But middle school, he was pretty much... A's and B's the whole time and this this whole year he got nothing but A's. So oh, yeah. he knew what he was doing. You're right. Smart. And, right and then he just kind of locked it down and and this today he was he does he has a YouTube channel, he has 600 followers on a YouTube channel. I he feel had, like I've
0: seen him. What's this channel called? Just so we can uh, throw it in there so I can look oh at it Oh my gosh,
1: I don't even I I'm not even uh Robbie 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 Anime. So Robbie Anime? Could, yeah, okay. he does uh, he does um like there's a, there's a, there's an, uh, an app called Vyond, V-Y-O-N-D and they do a lot of flash animation and they make it easy for you to do. You've probably seen some of them online, um, just from like Facebook ads and things like that. Cause it's, it's popular. And he may, he makes full, he'll make feature length movies. He'll make hour long movies of these characters wow. and all this stuff. And he'll, he'll do that kind of stuff. And then he has his book read for summer reading. I mean, just the stuff that I, he's very diligent and very, like I was, joking with my wife i said he's the most productive one in the house i said he's he's, <laughs> he's getting more work done than any of us so yeah, he's he's working nights nice. you guys are falling asleep <laughs> he's just he's just putting he's just he's just picking them up and putting them down but he's uh no he's he's great my i'm, I'm blessed man like my my daughter's really smart she she does da- dances her thing so she does a lot of dance and Ooh. but her grades are good Her grades are good and she's
0: how old she is come- she if i can ask because my daughter's she's 12. Great.
1: Yeah, she's, oh, 12. she's
0: 12. So she's yeah, getting
1: so, into it. Right. And she's, you know, doing, doing her thing with that. And then she would go, to, she would go with me to a lot of the, the local stuff, a lot of the local wrestling stuff. And, and you're in North Carolina still, right? Me? No, uh, I'm in Massachusetts. Are you in Massachusetts? Okay. Yeah. That's so, but she's traveled with me as far as Virginia.
0: Okay. So, how is I'm that just, like traveling with a family member? And I know you don't consider it a part of the money part, but like, just as a, as a father daughter thing, like, like, let me, let me,
1: let me me just pause you for a second. Only because I got to pick up, I got to pick up my stuff here. So no edit point, edit point, edit point. (laughs) I'm not worried about it. I
0: just like talking with you. I miss you.
1: (laughs) I know, man. I miss you too. It's, uh, it's been too, too long, my friend. Hold on one sec. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. So. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: I'll uh, I'll see, take see. another sip and I'll I'll check my there you go social media. Hey stuff. Keith,
1: yeah, yep, thanks, buddy. <laughs> you know you're you know you're you know you work too much when the pharmacist knows you by name. <laughs> so
0: I um I live in a smaller town, but yep. we have two colleges, uh huh, which are very like high intellectuals. So yep. my my girlfriend's family name. Which is Hales. They uh-huh. they know them, but they won't know us specifically. But they're like, "Oh, you're Hales. Oh, is your are you related to her dad?" And you're like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh, okay. We'll take care of you." i like, "Oh, okay." You Get mm-hmm. like a twenty percent discount or whatever. You know, nice. It's kind of it's kind of like wrestling almost, to be
1: honest. Yeah. Well, relationships are are always important for business. That's for sure.
0: For sure. And yeah. I, and I feel like. Maybe it wasn't intentional, but for you specifically, you've been able to create this um, relationship. Thanks, man. Have a good one.
1: (laughs) Yep. I should have told him I was doing a podcast. So you give him a shout out. Keith, Uh, Keith, Keith, the pharmacist at Walgreens on Elmwood Ave in Providence. Great guy. So there you go. Shout out to him, man. He's working hard. He's working 11 o'clock
0: my time, 12 o'clock my time, actually midnight july 4th to the 5th which is probably is that
1: 11 p.m your time or is Uh, that no we're we're an hour ahead so it's one yep
0: okay so 1 a.m he's busting his ass like that's
1: right he is he's getting it done so good for him man yeah so i do have to i do have to let you go i want to do a part two though we should do this again oh
0: man i haven't even touched on my questions
1: let I know me ask you one thing. Or we you. can or we can we can stop it here for today and then we can we can piece it all together and we can make one big one, whatever you want to do. But you can ask me something right now if you want. Sure. Go ahead. Okay, awesome. Um oh. I've stopped now. I haven't taken my hands off the wheel. I parked. So I just you, wanted to know.
0: You goddamn tricked me. I was just having a conversation with a mentor, and all <sighs> of a sudden I got one question left.
1: Uh, <laughs> um Well, this isn't goodbye forever. This is just goodbye for now only because I need the GPS.
0: Completely (laughs) agree. If someone is looking to become someone that Ring of Honor or TNA or WWE or whomever Mm -hmm. AEW is having interest in someone that's looking to go from beginner classes to being booked on these higher level classes, what advice do you have for them?
1: Well, I mean, there's probably obviously I think there's three pieces. I think the first one is look, and that boils down to your physical fitness, your how you look. Do you look like an athlete? Do you look like a wrestler? Now, we're not I don't want anybody to get on steroids. We don't need to look like a big muscle bound geek. No, we just have if you to are, look like... you are. If you are, you are, that's fine. Yep. And it, you know, but don't get so muscle bound that you can't move around because it's much more athletic than it used to be, but you should look like an athlete. You should train like an athlete. I I'm a big fan of functional training and obviously weightlifting and things like that, but you don't want to necessarily, you want to have some a very well-rounded training regimen and part of your physical appearance is also gear. You have to have awesome gear. Because you want to give them a vision of what you're going to look like if they can see you on TV. So you yep. want to have real, real nice gear. So that's part one. That's your physical appearance and your physical conditioning. Number two would be your outreach, your marketing. So are you doing, are you doing social media correctly? Are you going out and doing doing um, everything you can to create awareness in a good way? Now, I don't mean going out there and saying a bunch of political stuff or nonsense, you know, yelling and screaming, creating noise for no reason. I mean, are you promoting the shows you're on? Are you reaching out to get a lot of shows? Are you touring? You know, you have to realize that it's, this business is a touring business. You have to tour and get out there and be parts of different scenes, be parts of different areas to develop your reputation because you may not be the most skilled person. You may not be a natural athlete. You may not be a phenomenal great wrestler right away but you can still travel you can still contribute you can still have good matches get better every single time they see you again it all comes into gear body um when i was in when i was in your area one of the things i noticed was almost everybody had decent decent to good gear and almost everybody had some sort of a physique and everybody was in pretty good shape yeah there were a couple of fat out of shape people but everybody most people were pretty much in shape so that was good and the third one is attitude, coachability. Um, when you go to a tryout, I have a class right now. You can go on the rest of right now. You can go to the you can go to the rest of life Facebook page because it's right there, and you can get a class how to stand out at a national tryout. And it's a free class. Just yep. jump in. All you gotta do is give your email and you get the class gets delivered right to you in your email. It's a 30 it's minute free. class. Completely yep, it's free. free. Yep. And I have another one, how to stand out to promoters. And go on the rest of life facebook page you'll find a lot of free resources there and then if you want to take it further you just go on we have a 14 day trial on the com. yep but it's
0: completely and, free for 14 days right so essentially 14 days check it out If someone was interested they could go entirely 14 days two weeks from when they subscribe yep. and they could watch everything you have in one or two days and neglect paying anything correct
1: well, they could, but we're, don't forget right. we're going to be we're going to be adding new stuff all the time. Yep, and we're add Yep, add a new class today, a promoter class, forty-five minute promoter class. So, and Eric we met. Yep, Eric we met Canada. from Quebec. Yep. yep, and Eric is uh, a, a, a great guy. Always looking to mentor young talent and draws insane crowds. And I really I
0: enjoyed if, his video that he made yes and i was just him talking it wasn't like him trying to sell something it was uh -uh. just him saying this is my opinion this is how i like to book my events and this is how uncle bob helps and this is how he made it better
1: yep and then this and then this this new one is me just asking him all the questions that i wanted to ask him as (laughs) as a guy who's promoted shows before where i said how do you draw what do you do how do you advertise Show me, you know, tell, tell me, give, give us the blueprint of what you do to add to those things. So yeah, it's, we, we give a 14 day trial. And yeah. like I said, if you can get in there and, and do all that stuff, that's great. And again, it, I, I, I want this to be a relationship and we're going to just keep adding value, give you as, as much stuff as we can, adding new stuff almost every week. And so how do we're we just going to keep you, doing that. Bob? Easiest do way find to find you? me is you've already talked about it. Uh, Bob Evans on Facebook. The, yeah. uh, the re- you can go on uh, the rest of the life.com. You can, you can hit the contact button and ask me a question there. You can go to the rest of life uh, Facebook page that goes to me. Those mm-hmm. are probably the, those are probably the best ways to get in touch with me and check out what we're all about. And uh, you know, you, you've been so kind with your kind words, but there are just words right now. We want to be able to back it up and prove ourselves and to, to, to your audience. So check it out. And uh, we'd love to make you a part of the the rest of life team. And if I can help you in any small way, you're going to get a lot of resources there too. So um, awesome. Yes, sir.
0: I cannot agree more that the rest of life has helped me personally and not just the rest of life online, but more so about being in the moment with his seminars has been awesome. But being with the rest of life has allowed me Personally, to take it at my rate and my time and my understanding, and to reach people that I might not have reached. Not every day does he bring in a Kevin Kelly who's worked with The Rock. And it's so obvious that it's complicated. And Lil Wayne said it's obvious, but it's complicated. But, Uh like, seriously, how simple is wrestling when you break it down into terms the way Kevin Kelly has? And Bob has. But if you're looking to take shoulder tackles or if you're looking to take bumps, this isn't for you. This is for the people that have learned to work and people who are six months plus in, who are able to take match structure and character development into the next level and to take it from six months to 10 years. It's not something for beginners. It's something more so for people who have already done the beginning aspects of wrestling, who've already done the bumping and the ring positioning, all the really basic stuff. This is for people who are looking to create something with their life.
1: Yeah. And and this is, again, we're not a, we're going to start doing some, a lot more in-ring stuff. I have some, I have some live uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to start putting out as classes. I'm going to start putting out pieces of my seminars and things like that cause my seminars are always different as you know. Um, but I'm gonna, so we're, we're going to put out some in ring stuff, dealing with a lot of those topics, but it won't be, a. It, in, in no way will we be a substitution for wrestling school, find yourself a good wrestling no. school, go, go, you know, I mean, you, you, you went to a great wrestling school, got a great foundation under you, great fundamentals. Um, I, I, I did eventually, I, I had to go to a <laughs> place to figure it out like some yep. of us, but, and, and eventually we, we'll figure it out. But if you can find a place right away, that gives you good fundamentals. Yeah. I would say that we're probably, I mean, if you're a new wrestler, you're going to get something out of it. But again, if you're looking for a big in-ring piece, that's going to kind of guide you along the way. We really don't have that for you right now. Now, eventually we might have something like that, but right now it's much more of a uh, tactics skills and tactics that you can build when you're already in the business to, to kind of enhance your business. But Hey man, it's been great. I want to do a part two, but I do have to run. It's so great to to talk to you and catch up with you.
0: I appreciate your time so much. You don't even believe it. Like the fact that you messaged me to be able to be a part of this podcast. I'm so beyond grateful. I know you, you have a family. You (laughs) have drive and you have something that I look to be a part of in regards to like notoriety or just being known in a business. I can only hope to be a part of what you are, and I hope that my contribution personally of one of you a wrestler me too only adds to people wanting to be pro wrestlers and then from there to take your step to become an actual professional wrestler, I could not be more grateful to you uncle bob
1: well I... you're very, you're very kind, my friend and uh i i as I let you go i will i remind everybody just Again, you, you, you know, Nikki's a great guy and always had a great spirit, always pulled for everybody. And that spirit carries through on the podcast. We will do a part two, my friend, very soon. All right. But I must hey. let you go. And I'm going to hold you, you to that. You got it. It's done. Next time we'll do a and a and next time we'll dig in. You remember, write down all those questions and we'll get it done. I've already
0: written them down and I've got them about Cheeseburger. I got them about <laughs> Ring of Honor. I got Perfect. them about Michael Bennett. I got them about standing out and tryouts. And Beautiful. if anyone is interested in uncle Bob's training, there is no better resource than the You're
1: the man. I will talk to you soon, my man. See you later. love you, buddy. You're going to make care. me cry. Yep. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Uncle Bob. Nice to see you pal. Bye. Bye.
0: All right, guys, this is going to conclude today's episode with uncle Bob Evans, but this episode isn't just for a one and done type. Listen, I want you to consider this more of like a tape study. Listen to the why and the how of Brutal Bob Evans' teachings. Save this episode if you have to. Listen to it the next time you're doing cardio. I promise you'll get more out of listening to this a second time than listening to that 8 Mile song. If you need some bullet points to help remember topics discussed, Scott Hall's etiquette to everyone in the business, how to use your relationships in pro wrestling, maintaining healthy work-life balance as a pro wrestler, and what big league promotions are looking for in talent. You'll notice this answer is similar to my discussion with the Scenic City Invitational promoter, Scott Hensley, we did a few weeks ago. This has been Nikki Heat with Want to Be a Pro Wrestler. Me too! And I'll see you guys in the heat. I'll show you something. Hurry, hurry. Come here. Come here. What do you want to say? How are you? Say hi. Hi. Say come back next time. Come back next time.